Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Do you need some help getting started with video marketing? I have the perfect thing for you and it's free. My video marketing starter kit will teach you how to get started with video and stand out in your profession as the authority. I will teach you everything from simple videos to how to get great shots to tricks on getting clients and referrals. To get my new video kit for free, just visit kristamayshore.com slash video kit. That's kristamayshore.com slash video kit. Hey everyone, are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. I've got Dean Aguilar here. He is the founder of Digital Muse Media, specializing in obviously digital marketing, and he is a master at Instagram. So if you're interested in Instagram, you're interested in social media and getting your reach, this is the show for you. Hi, Dean. Hey, I am. Uh, I'm fired up. I like that. Yeah, I'm happy <laughs> to have you here. I'm excited. I'm excited uh, to get going and, and just, you know, talk to you and uh, see if we can give us some good insight here on uh, Instagram. Well, so here's the deal. First of all, um, everyone knows that I don't ever refer anybody or have anybody on that I can't personally say that I've worked with and have done an amazing job uh, for me. I actually hired Dean's company at Digital Muse and they were able to help me to increase my Instagram following substantially. I mean, by the thousands in just a 60-day time frame. So absolutely um, love what you do. So tell us a little bit about your company and what you do and how you help um digital marketers across the world, which is professionals, any type of professional business you guys can help. Yeah, we, we, you know, a lot of different industries, uh, who we have in, as far as our client base. Um, and really what we focus down to is we're trying to come up with a brand development play, right. For each individual. Cause I think a lot of people mistake, you know, how to develop a brand. They, they're really, really fixated on pure sales, or what they do for a living instead of the all encompassing of what a brand is. Right. Um, what we really focus on is trying to de- uh, deploy all that content on a couple of different platforms, actually Instagram being the main one. Now, um, believe it or not, we are, um, now playing with TikTok quite a bit. I saw your, I, I saw your video of your, um, father-in-law with the c- casino machine. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was a great one, man. He, he, uh, yeah, for, for those who don't know, my, my father-in-law had a struggle way back and he hasn't been able to go to the casino anymore because he can't walk and stuff like that. But so we we got him a his own casino, basically, uh, every weekend and put it in his house. So now he doesn't have to leave the house and he can place his slots all day long. No, so, so let me ask you, so was that like, so they brought the casino to him and it's like a real actual machine. It's not, it wasn't one you guys just bought. So if he wins, it wins? We, yeah. yeah oh, it, I it's legit from, uh, we bought it from a casino, actually. Um, my, my, uh, my wife had the hookup, and, and so they, they were selling off a bunch of them. Um, and we bought two of them. We bought two slot machines. We have a little poker table set up back there. So he has his own little get up. 
Oh, um, that was so cute. I saw it. Hey, I love, you see my, my TikTok dances. I'm on there too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I don't follow you. So I, I gotta go, I gotta go follow you then. Oh, they're um, terrible. They're terrible. Uh, no, no, it's totally good. It's totally good. But you know, we're, we're like, we, we kind of, essentially what we're doing is we meet with, you know, beautiful Krista. We, we find out all about her, what she's about. And then we try to deploy her voice through these platforms. It, it's been really, really, really great. Um, one of the main things that we use is influencer and celebrity shout outs. We were just talking about that, right? Yes. Um, it's, it's probably one of the only ways, and I know you do a lot of Facebook, so you, you understand that like Facebook, like the, as far as content play, like the organic posting, it's super difficult to gain yes. traction. You know, um, as now well let's, as let's, let's, let's just dive into that a little bit. And then I want you to explain yeah. more the community influence because most people don't understand this. So many people will think like, well, wow, you know, I'm going to watch X, Y, Z person and I'm going to see them, you know, they post on their business page and they post on their personal page and they've got hundreds of hours and thousands of followers, but that's because they are using the platform correctly and getting organic reach, whether it be on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube is, is almost impossible. I mean, to go get organic millions of views is like less than 0.01% of people do that. The people that you're seeing that have massive influence in most cases are because they have beat the algorithm or they've paid to actually get the exposure. Okay. So one more time, they've, beat the algorithm because they've paid because they paid the, the actual Facebook or the back end of TikTok or the back, not TikTok, but the back end of Instagram or back end of YouTube or the back end of Facebook. They paid for ads to have exposure or they've paid influencers to help them. So either way, the only way for you to get massively have get, to get these platforms to work for you is if you pay. <laughs> Yep. That's a hundred percent correct. We talk about that all the time. Krista There's literally just like you said, two ways you got to pay for ads or you got to pay an influencer Mm -hmm. because right now, I mean, unless it's like an anomaly where it's like, you just happen to go viral and become a a superstar online, which is like 0.0001% that does that. It's, it's funny because you know, over the last five years, you've probably seen this, like your own friends, your own family sometimes won't see your stuff because it gets buried, you know, in the algorithm. And with, with Facebook, in, and Instagram now, actually, it's starting to get tougher because it's only going to show it really to the people who have engaged back with you. So meaning you can have X amount of followers, right? But if you don't have a play to actually invoke a conversation back, then only the five people who love Krista, who always like mom, brother, uh, my one favorite client, if they constantly are commenting, then those are the ones that are going to see it constantly. All your other followers is going to be hit or miss. So let me explain that. Okay, everyone. So yeah. what he's saying is completely true. So Facebook's algorithm and all these other, all these other platforms, their algorithm only exposes your content to your friends and family. And even of your friends and family, only zero to 2% of them are actually seeing it because the only ones that are seeing it organically are because Facebook's putting it in front of them because they're already engaging. They're already interacting. Mm -hmm. Who do you want to see your content? You want the rest of the community to see your content. You want everyone that doesn't know you to constantly be seeing your constant, your content and to be reminded that you are the professional service provider that you are. So everyone will say, well, Krista, should I post on my business page or my Facebook page? I say, it doesn't matter. Neither of them. You need to pay for ads or pay for influencers to get you the exposure because the algorithm, Facebook is a business. 
Instagram is a business. You have to pay to play, whether you're paying them or you're paying somebody else to promote you, period. And it's going to happen to TikTok. It's actually already happened. Matter of fact, um, Sharon and I were just blessed with uh, being accepted into TikTok's ad platform. So it's in beta. And now we're able to sell ads for them. So I'm only saying it not to not to brag, but to saying it's it's coming in large scale there. And it, LinkedIn is going to go. I mean, they're already running ads and all that stuff, but it's 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 always pay to play. It's, it's always, always pay to play. play. <laughs> so it's a matter of who do you want to play with, right? You want to play with the that's people right. that know how to play. <laughs> that exactly. That's it. And you know what? Look, it's it's while you're paying for ads and you're playing for influencers and celebrities to shout you out and. It, we always say the same thing It's bringing the followers to our clients is never an issue, right? Because we can borrow uh, the audience from these celebrities. We so can explain the influencer package because I want you to explain that to me. So tell me how this yeah. and yeah, why let me, let me, what we can do so for someone to do it. Right. So explain how it works and why they'd want to do it. As you know, I'm going to be doing it. So I believe in it, but explain to our audience. Yeah. So essentially the way it works is this. All right. You, you select, there's, there's literally thousands of influencers and celebrities that do this. They make a good sum of money doing it on the back end, obviously. Um, and the way they're doing it is twofold. Um, you can use a micro influencer that has like, you know, let's say a, a couple million followers or something like that. They run a, a good page. Uh, they may be in fitness. They may be in modeling. They may be in whatever, right? And their engagement is fairly high. What they'll do is they'll run a campaign of a giveaway, so to speak. So what they'll say is, um, so Krista, our client, right? Krista will pay to get into this uh, giveaway. And what happens is, is Krista is one of 50 people that have paid to get in, okay? Because Krista wants to obtain these followers. We say to Krista, okay, hey, Krista, this influencer has about 2 million followers. So we can estimate that they would probably get somewhere between 15 to 30,000 followers for you. What they do is the way that they drive them is they announce that they're doing a giveaway to their audience. And keep in mind, we usually pick ones that we work with that have very high engagement. So over 5% uh, engagement on IG, where normally, honestly, it's between 2 and 3%. So 5 is, you know, pretty high. Um, so what happens is they make the announcement. And they say, hey, everyone, we're, uh, we're doing a giveaway and we want to give you $10,000 and six iPhones. Here's how you enter to win, right? And so what happens is, is now they're telling everyone, I need you to go follow everyone that I'm following in order to enter to win. So what they do is on their follower list, right? The people that those influencers are following, they clear them and they input all the people like Krista who is paid to get in. So now there are 2 million followers or 5%, whoever engages, right? sees this and says, holy shit, I want to, I want to win 10 grand. And so they're going follow, 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 follow to the 50 people. And now Krista is going, holy shit, I'm getting 10,000 people in a matter of two hours. Dean, what's going on? Hey, the giveaway just started. And, and that doesn't alert Instagram to do anything weird. No, it's been eight years. And matter of fact, one of the largest companies uh, that run, runs these giveaways are our partner and they're, they're certified by Instagram. So it's big business. You have to understand it's the, the Kylie Jenner's of the world, the Jamie Foxx's of the world. These people are actually running the giveaways. They're never going to not do that for these celebrities. Um, as an example, two years ago, Kylie 
bailed out of Instagram and their stock plummeted, um, plummeted. You have to understand she has 148 million people. Wow. Um, that's a lot of stroke, right? And you can't, you have to understand that's a business, right? It's, it's an influence business. Instagram is a very highly engaged platform. To have an influencer like that disappear from the platform is not good business. Mm. So they'll never touch it. And they haven't for eight years. So give me an idea for, of pricing. So if somebody wants to use you and wants to hire you guys and they want to utilize, I know you've got different packages. One, it's like certain MMI followers per month. And then you've got ones that, that you offer this type of a giveaway to. Can you tell me... Um, I love you, honey. Can you tell me um, what kind of, for an influencer package like this, what do those packages look like as far as the status and micro followers, max? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me give it to you. It, there's, so what, what's interesting is there's two approaches, all right? The, the biggest bang for your buck is always going to be the giveaways, which are influencers that have over like 2 million followers all the way up to the Kylie Jenners of the world, right? Um, the other approach is the targeted approach and that's the shout outs. All right. So the difference is this, we will use business pages, um, like, uh, quote pages, meme pages, these pages that have high virality. So as an example, a lot of people who are listening are on Instagram and they're like, Oh, that quote is so awesome and hit home today. And they share it. Those pages that you're getting it from are high virality pages because everyone loves that stuff, right? So the engagement is through the roof. So what we do is on a targeted shout out. So if Chris has said, hey, you know what? I, I want less of a giveaway bang, but I want a more like targeted shout out approach that is a little bit higher in engagement because what we do is we place uh, you on those shout outs on those pages and we're saying, hey, for great information on selling in real estate, please go visit Kristen Mishore, blah, 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 right? And we keep doing the shout out until those people come to you and follow you. So think of it as a pretty hot opt-in, right? Versus a forced res registration because the forced, so the forced registration, registration is basically the, the, the giveaways, the giveaways, the other one's more of a, Hey, it's a more targeted because people are interested in the same types of things, whether it be business or what have you. That's it. That's mm -hmm. it because like we're we're we don't have control to force them to do it. They're volunteer. They're looking at the page that they love and they're going, okay, great. Let me go check out Krista. Let me. And this is where it gets important, right? Which is the second part, which is the content play and making sure your profile and you look great. Is because when they land on you, two things need to happen. You need to be interesting, um, and you need to be able to keep them because if you're boring, unfortunately, they're going to leave. They may they may decide to follow you, but you know, it's, it's, you have to keep them engaged. Uh, again, the, the platform is all about engagement. Um, and so if you don't engage with them, they will leave, you know, on that approach. Absolutely. You've got to get them. Yeah. You got to keep them interested. You got to keep them coming from wanting to come back for more. For sure. And, and then with the giveaways too, one thing to keep in mind, because I think it's, it's worth noting is because it is a forced registration, so to speak, right. When the giveaway is over, there is typically a 20% drop off immediately. Probably because, at least, huh? Yeah, at least. And yeah. Over time, what does that drop off usually? It, usually, it doesn't really go more than 25, maybe 30% tops over mm -hmm. the course of a few months, really. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of those things, it's just, it's pretty simple, right? A lot of them are just there for the giveaway. But ideally, what you're trying to look for is the net followers that you'll gain and the people who stay. And the, you actually want people to leave because, 
the people who are never going to engage, but it's there because what happens is it, it drops your engagement rate. So if you have a hundred thousand people, but only 40 of them, 50 of them are engaging, then that's going to drop your engagement rate, right? So you want 20, 30% leaving. Um, so that way the people who are left are the ones that are most likely going to actually engage, watch your stories, comment, like whatever. So then tell me a little bit about this. So now, so why would it be conducive for somebody to want to do this to, how does it help their business? How does it help them, you know, by having a lot of followers on Instagram, how does it help them in their professional business? You know, so it's just like having a large email list or a database. And Krista, I know you know about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're in marketing, right? And anybody listening is called whether you're in real estate or fitness or whatever, a large base is everything. It really is because, and it's not about the followers because I think too many people think like followers is like a bad word because it's vanity or whatever. No, it's about engagement, but an engaged follower base. And logic dictates that the higher amount of people that you have that engage with your product is is, is essentially more people that's going to buy. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's just it. Right. And so, so it's, it's helping people because they're having more people, more eyes on them. They're getting more exposure. They're able to make more of a relationship and um, be seen as the authority figure. That's the reason why you feel Instagram is so, so, so valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it's, it's essentially blowing up your brand. It's making mm-hmm. you know nationwide versus in a little, and you have a lot of agents that listen to you, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Across the country. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I think a lot of times agents are like fixated on, Hey, how can I get more people in like Mississippi in this subdivision? And I'm like, well, okay, you got to run ads. Cause that's the only way that you're going to get it in that subdivision. Right. Oh, well, you can't um, even do that now because of the special ad category. Unless exactly. it's 15 miles right. or more. So now right. it's like, you can, you can do it nine, four, five, one, three or Britwood, but you can't <laughs> do it in subdivision. Yeah, exactly. 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 It is even tougher to do that now, but but I guess the way that I explain it to everybody is this. I, I always give this one analogy and whether it connects or not, it's up to you. But imagine if Ryan Serhan, all right, because everybody knows who he is, said to HGTV or whatever show, A&E, I don't forgot what his show is on. He said to them, hey, look, I sell real estate in New York. Um, thank you for the exposure nationwide and worldwide. But since I only sell in New York, I only want you to show the show in New York and preferably 500 grand and over they need to make and really downtown New York. Now, what kind of shit is that? Like that, that he, he wouldn't have never had the opportunity. Well, not only that, but then you can have like the referrals and all that. So when people start to see so across much. the country, whatever, whatever business that you're in, you know, if you're, whether you're a real estate agent, an insurance agent, a divorce attorney, a financial planner, a, a realtor, whatever you are. Do you hear that noise? No, it's in your head. I'm no, it was this weird thing. Anyways, so, you know, you're going to attract other people to then want to refer you. So it's a referral based business, right? So they yeah. might. So we have to remember that, too. Absolutely. OK, great. Yeah. yeah. No, and you know what? It's 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 interesting because. If this has happened to Sharon and I a lot, um, you never know who's watching. And whether it's related to that particular business or an opportunity to, hey, uh, we've heard you or we've been, we've been following. This is how it always starts, by the way. We've been following you for a while. Yes, absolutely. And, I, I see right, you everywhere. 
I see you everywhere. We've been following you for a while, blah, blah, blah. And now you have this opportunity to go speak, you know, in front of 10,000 people or whatever. You know well, what I mean? It's, it's so true. Like that's how, how you and I met. I remember I was at um, the closing table. Yeah. And I had no idea that you and Sharon even knew who I was. And Sharon was like, oh, that's Krista. And I, and, yeah. and Sharon, I'd been, I had been following, Sharon had been following me for two years because I was actually stalking Sharon with yeah. my Facebook ads, you know, yeah. but I didn't know that he knew me. And, then and you I, did it to me too. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah. yeah so you, the ads, you get, it's comfortable, right? We knew who you were. Yeah. And we felt that way. Like, oh, you, I've seen you guys. And then we're just kind of like, oh, you know, you feel like you know people. So then next thing you know, you know, he's on my podcast. I'm going to yeah. be on his podcast. They interviewed me and it's just yeah. a matter of building relationships. And now if they ever have anybody in my area who wants to buy or sell real estate or anybody who wants actually to learn how to utilize digital marketing strategies to enhance their profession, they're going to for me. And we feel like we've been friends forever. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, and Krista, you know, this look, you've done an amazing job marketing yourself. You really, really have in your business. Thank you. And, and, and everybody's like, everybody that's in sales, whether it's homes or whatever, they would give their left arm to have the consumer feel super, super comfortable before that conversation starts. Yes. Sales, right. And this is what this is. It's just like Ryan Serhan or yourself. I already knew, I already knew how your energy level was. Like I, I knew what to expect. Like, you know, when I, when I talked to you and you were every bit of what I thought you were going to be, which is yeah. great. It's very refreshing, but it, it's that comfortability factor that people don't understand that you're building because we all want to be an authority of something. But imagine walking into a conversation when they already knew how, what to expect, how you were going to talk, who you were going to be. It's, much easier to sell to those people. Yeah. And those people you're attracting the ones that are attracted to your personality and you're detracting the ones that aren't. And so then the sales game becomes so much easier. I mean, especially as a local professional, you have to understand that most people, they don't interview 15 people, right? So if they, they usually interview one, sometimes maybe two or three, but if they are only interviewing one, if they're researching you and they're calling you and you have content out there and they're, you're, they're watching your videos and they like what you're saying, you've already developed a relationship with you. You've got it dialed in. You walked in and they feel like they're, you know, they're hugging you and high-fiving as if you're besties because yep. they feel like they already know you because they've developed a one-sided parasocial relationship with you based upon the content that you've, that you've produced. 100%. And it, it comes from two places, ads or influence. Yes. Right. And that's, that's, that's just it. You need fans to be able to have that. Kind and let's of, not say fans. Let's call them people. They're not people. followers. They're not fans. They're people, right? Yeah. People always say, oh, these are bad leads. And I always say, no, no they're, they're people. Those are not bad leads. They're people. Followers, yeah. fans, bad leads, people. Eventually the people, all of those things are going to, make a connection and they're going to convert or they're going to remember to refer you or they're going to remember to come back to you as a repeat client. Because, you know, if even when you finally get the client, one of the biggest problems that people have is how to retain, refer and resell people, right? Mm -hmm. When you're constantly on social media, you're showing up where people are looking. When you're on their platforms that they're at, which they spend over two hours a day on these platforms and they constantly see you because they are following you. They are your friends, your fans, whatever you want to call them. Your business just starts to like expand exponentially because you're not forgotten and then they're yeah. referring you and their friends are referring you and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. As long as your messaging is consistent yes, uh, and authentic, you're going to win. You really, really are. But again, just to your point, that's, that's the reason why having a, a wider base makes, makes sense. You know, and I think a lot of people get stuck on whether it's a nationwide audience or a local audience 
And the answer is always going to be nationwide because you never know who's going to watch and who's going to refer. Just like yeah, like we actually just talked to a guy who called on one of our listings. He's in Arizona and he's like, oh my gosh, I've been watching Krista's videos forever. I want to come work for her company. And I'm like, sure, I'm with EXP. Come on. Like we're taking everyone across the country right now, right? So um, it, it works amazing. But he only knows about me because of my videos. And so had had he not, you know, developed a relationship with me from Arizona, even though he's moving to California, he wouldn't have come to Homes by Krista, right? 100%. 100%. And look, gaining the gaining the audience is just the first part. Like I said, I think it's important that people drill down their content strategy, uh, which is another thing that we talk about all the time, because, you know, I have my own thoughts, Sharon does as well. And, and I think a lot of people make mistakes on what they think they should do um, versus what their audience is telling them they want to hear. So let's expand that a little bit more. So obviously we know it's like giving the right content to the right people at the right time. And you never know where they're at in the funnel. You never know where they're at in their buying cycle. Are they buying? Are they researching? Are they making a decision? Are they looking for testimonials? Are they dabbling? Are they comparing and contrasting? Or are they ready to actually take action? Like we don't know where they're at, which means we have to constantly produce content and then drive the traffic down the funnel based upon the right content. But how expand upon what you're saying? So I can, so, I mean, always number one, always lead with value, right? Absolutely. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's common sense, but no hard selling in the beginning. Right? Serve, Otherwise, serve, serve, don't sell. Right. You want to, you don't just jump into bed when you meet somebody at a, at a bar, you actually date them, text message, go to coffee first. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Um, and, and so, and, and so that's the, that's the main one. I mean, one thing that I always tell everybody that I think is very hard for most people because they struggle with, wanting to be very professional um, and also not wanting to be vulnerable. And I, we teach this a lot, right? And it's, it's, it's a struggle because everyone has their mindset of, I, no, I, wanna, I just want to teach, I want to do this, and then I want to sell. But and you know, you and I both know that if, they, if the consumer knows, likes, and trusts you, they will work with you. And in order to know, like, and trust you, they've got to see a little bit of that person whether it's a little bit of personal stuff, you know? Um, and it's so, so we funny. I literally just posted a video on Facebook. It's, I'm kind of a cheese ball. I was like, I take my thumb, which by the way, I've got these really ugly Megan Fox serial killer thumbs. Like, uh, it look like they look like a big toe. I've got a, I've got a big toe for a thumb. So I was like, do you like this thumb or this thumb? I have my friend's thumb, A or B. And everyone's like, B. And then right. I took my, my feet. I was like, do you like this foot or that foot? And people loved it. They were like, I can't believe you're posting your ugly feet on Instagram and Facebook. I'm like, ah, who cares? Because people are getting to know that side of me. And then the next video that I'm doing is like, hey, how to digital market, right? And right. you got to right. be yourself, you know? hundred percent. And I love that. And I, I would venture to say that that, that probably was one of your highest engagement, engaging posts. Yeah, for, it did. It did really, really well. Yeah. yeah and sure, right. What, because, what, people love it. They like realness. And you know, it's funny. Cause I've actually had my own team tell me you're too real. Sometimes Krista, like you're too real. You're too honest, you know, and those people don't work for me anymore because no. I'm like, I'm mean, literally, I just got rid of my two of the highest people in my company and their biggest message to me over the past year was you're too real and too vulnerable and you, you can't be yourself so much. And you've got to be this person that's always perfect. And the, this authority, I'm like, but that's, that's not me. And that's no one, no one's perfect all the time. Sometimes my husband and I, you know, are having a rough time or sometimes I want to shoot my kids, not really, but you know, I want to scream at my kids. And sometimes I don't have to always be this perfect person. I'm, I'm, I'm real, you yeah. know? I mean, the Gary V's of the world, the Tony Robbins of the world, you literally know everything about them because what you're getting is what is what you see is what you get. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, you know what I said? Those are those people. They don't break. 
they're just super vulnerable and super authentic and it's always going to win. And one thing you said, which was amazing, which is what we also coach around is when you do these, it's not like you have to make it just a personal feed, right. Or just, that's all you're doing. It's just, you have to mix a little bit in there. So that way they do know you, but you always can piggyback the engagement. So meaning here's the thing for any real estate agent that's on the call, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. The consumer is going to think that here are the three tips of why, you know, what to expect in a buying, you know, a, you know, in a buyer, you know, whatever, right? Let's say you're buying or three mistakes people make in a home inspection, something like that. Those types of tutorials are super boring. Like they don't want to see that. The consumer's not going to sit through 10 well, minutes. Well, it depends though. I'm going to contradict you. Yeah. It depends upon where they're at in the funnel. So for example, if you are creating an ad about buying that, you know, that has the five E's, right? You're engaging, you're entertaining, you're educating, you're enthusiastic, right? And you're doing all that. And they're watching something about buying that they like. Okay. So like we did a really funny one on with sitting on the couch and we, my dog farted and all this stuff. And we were like, Oh, is your house too close for comfort? Great. That was a buying video. And they watched the whole thing. And then we target them to three tips on how to, it depends upon, so boring content works if you are targeting them in the right place, meaning if they're, th they're watching stuff on buying, they want to know more about buying. They're watching things about selling. They want to know more in-depth things about selling, but you don't start there all the time. It depends upon where they're at in the process. Make sense? No, 100%, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And you know what? The one thing that you said too, though, is to keep in mind, when I say boring, right, is, and, and unfortunately I am stereotyping quite a bit of agents and I hope not. Just so you know, guys, I'm also in a real estate industry. I have a large real estate team. So I love you guys, but yeah, so he, he has a big 20, 25 agents, right? Yeah, I do have 25 agents. I also have a yeah, real estate company. But the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, I understand, but you said something that was interesting. And when I say boring is because I think that 99% of the agents struggle to actually have a little bit of a personality. What you said was entertaining. Now that's what stood out in my ear, right? Now, again, I get the funnel thing because I totally agree on where they're at in the decision-making process. But if it's entertaining, then that trumps all. Of course they would yes. go through it. You yeah. Know what I mean? and, and then they can still, you know, you can make something funny and, and then bring it back into whatever your profession is, whether it be real estate or insurance or loans or whatever. And, and not all of us are super funny. So it doesn't have to always be funny. That's why it's important to do multiple types of content, right? They're going to get yeah. to see you cooking one day or see you play golf and see you, yeah. you know, talk about real estate or whatever your profession is or talk about digital marketing, but they're also getting to know you in the process. So it's really important to do a mixture, talking about your community, best places to have hot dogs, best place to take your sweetie on a date, whatever it might be. Yeah, no. We're about the dating compliment things here, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's your husband at? Where, where, where's that? He's here. We're good. We're good. Don't worry. <laughs> For a while, I was like, talking like why about, is Chris to talk about dating? I know. <laughs> then, like last uh, month, I was talking a lot about like divorce. Um, like uh -huh. divorce. If you're a divorce attorney, they're like, are you getting divorced? I'm like, well, actually, we kind of have been having problems this month, but we're we're good now. But uh -huh. I was taking a, a divorce certification, so like the divorce was on my mind. So I kept referring to like divorce attorneys, and everyone thought I was getting divorced. You're hilarious. Now, you're spot on a lot of this stuff. I, you, you, you know what you're doing, but the, the engagement piece, you know, a lot of times like the personal stuff will be the best producing stuff because, you know, it's an insight to you. But what I was saying as far as piggybacking and what you said uh, was if you know that your engagement is stalling, then you have to look at your content constantly, right? You always have to test to see what's working. 
the easiest way to spike it back is to literally do something with your kids or do something personal because you're going to see that more people are willing to comment and share and like those types of stuff. And then you can immediately piggyback that spike in engagement with the stuff that you really want to say. Exactly. Is, you know what I'm saying? Which is what you, you've done and it works very, very well. It's just automatic. It's just a matter of timing the, the pieces that go out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, this has been great by the way. I mean, I want to talk to you about getting you on my, one of my personal coaching calls. It was before, as soon as hang up, but <laughs> I think everyone, you know, it's really, really good, valuable information. So what kind of things are you seeing that's working like across the country? And, and obviously, um, you know, if you could give three tips on, on, well, one thing I know is this, and I learned this from you, actually, you and you and Sharon was, um, I remember I always wanted to get my 10,000 followers so I could swipe up. And yep. they actually taught me like, hey, swipe up is great. But really, what you want to start doing is telling people to DM you like, hey, if you like this DM me because when you when they DM you and you DM them back, and then if you do like a video to them, or they video back, then Instagram recognizes them as one of your main followers. So they'll start organically going after you. So don't worry about having 10,000 followers, start telling people to DM you for xyz or for or for a special product or for something cool and fun and then when they dm you then instagram sees them as somebody that they want to continue to push your content to correct like that's a really good tip yeah 100 percent. and so what chris is talking about for those of you who don't know if you have 10,000 followers you can use a swipe up in your instagram stories you can send people to swipe up when they swipe up, you can send them to any funnel sales page link that you want them to right unless you have 10,000, you can't do that so the workaround is exactly what Krista said. Let's say you're, you're wanting to pitch a coming soon listing. All right. There's a, there's a little bit of a sequence around this because you don't want to just do what everybody else does and says, Hey, I want to show you my house and look at the kitchen. And tell us look the sequence. Me. Start from the beginning. What show us yeah. the sequence. What's the sequence? So always address the consumer where they're at. So like uh, whether it's a problem or, you know, something that they would be interested in. Right. So it could be like, hey, have you guys ever been at the kitchen table where you're like your uh, Thanksgiving dinner where you guys, you're bumping into like your in-laws, everybody's in the kitchen, they're all cooking and this, that, and the other. And you're like, every year you're like, it's not going to happen again. Well, let me tell you about this, this listing that we took, right? So what happens is now you're trying to, and that's just a very off the top of the head. It can be literally yeah. anything, but you're trying to have them paint their picture of being a at problem, a problem yeah. they have. Yes, right? exactly. So now what's going to happen next is you're going to then tell a story. It could be a story about yourself, your experiences or whatever, right? After the story, after the story that you start telling about your experience with that, you're then going to tell about um, your solution that you did. All right. So essentially, here's what I did to fix this problem. And you're leading into the house, right? You're leading into the actual house itself. The fourth component is the pitch. So I'll give you a better example. We use the credit thing a lot because we have a lot of agents that, that work with first-time home buyers, right? So the, the easiest one that we always use is, have you ever been in a situation where you thought your credit wasn't actually good enough to purchase a home? Like you're there in the sixes and you're like, next year, I'm going to bump it up. Next year, I'm going to bump it up. Let me tell you a little bit about my client, Krista. All right. And so like Krista, Krista was really worried. Her, her credit cards were maxed out, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. I tell the story about Krista, right? 
So then I tell the solution, here's what we did. We got with a lender, we did a credit repair. Oddly enough, she just needed to bring down her credit 25% on one card, which immediately with a six creeks rapid rescore bumped her up, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm giving the solution. That's the third component. Yes. Then I'm leading into the pitch. And the pitch is going to be, look, here's a program that we've just released. I want to share that with you because this is what worked for Krista and many of my past clients. And now you're just going on. Again, this is kind of off the top of the head, but you can do this sequence any way that you'd like, as long as it kind of flows in a story. Because hook story or- offer. You got to hook them into wanting to listen. You got to tell them the story and then you make the offer. And and another really great thing to do too is when you first hook them like like you, you kind of did. And then you want to align with their feelings. Like, oh my gosh, I know I've been there too. Where like you right. just, my credit sucked so bad and I, I, I thought I couldn't get it. So I waited four years to buy one. Really, I could have bought in so much sooner, right? Then you're aligning with their feelings. And then you, you're, you have to make sure that you give them a reason to want to continue to listen to you. So why? Yeah. Why should they listen to Dean? Why should they listen to Krista? You know, I have helped over 200 people right here in East County purchase them with bad credit that were just like you. So then they, they're like, man, now I'm going to listen. Then you give the solution right? Which then makes them want to take your offer to go ahead and do X, Y, Z. 100%. And it it should be that way almost every single time. Because again, you, you, you've seen this, you've seen a lot of agents and, and it's not their fault. I think some coach somewhere told them, Hey, you need to take out your phone and walk around the property. I get all that. That's super cool. But everyone is doing the same thing, right? Everyone's doing the same thing. So you got to differentiate yourself on how you're going to be a storyteller to be able to then land on your offer. Yes. Now, what we're talking about as far as uh, kind of hacking the little um, swipe up feature is we always use the DM because she's absolutely correct. Instagram is built for pure engagement. All they care about, and I, I say this time and time again, the algorithm is actually not as difficult as what people think. Here's the algorithm in a nutshell. The more people engage with you, the more Instagram will show it to more people. That's it. Period. So engagement is liking, hearting, messaging, sharing. commenting, sharing, saving, all of it. It's all of it. And so what we do, because we know that the algorithm likes communication back and forth with an audience, right? Is we tell we tell people, hey, DM me the word credit if you'd like more information on our free white paper, whatever, right? So then what's happening is, number one, if you're shooting multiple stories and someone DMs you the word credit, you know which story it came from, right? So that's the first thing. Then you Second, know how to first future market to them based upon the same thing. Exactly, credit. My, my exactly. phone, my marketing is going to target that messaging. You got it. Exactly. Head on. And now it's triggered, hey, Krista must Dean, he, she's DMing him. Dean responds back to Krista. So now there's a two-way conversation. And when you send a link, right, because you don't have the swipe up and there's only two places on Instagram that you can have a link. One is in your bio. The other one is if you have the swipe up, you can't do it unless you do it in the DMs because you can put the link in the DMs, right? So that's, that's the bypass is when you, once you have the conversation and you warm them up, you slap the, uh, the link inside the DMs and now they go and they buy your offer. Yay. I love it. I feel like, I feel like I'm talking to my male version of myself here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, I love it, it. There's one more tip I want to give everybody because I think again, agents, right? Like agents 
Um, but I, I'm just want to, this works for any profession. Okay. So, cause just, you know, like our major people are agents and lenders, but we are now have a lot of local professionals. So right. what he's saying, if he's saying agent, just swap it out with whatever profession there is, because this works for any profession. And so, you know what? So it's so funny because you're right. Cause digital muse is a, like 80% agent. Our company has yeah. 80% but we have 20% that are not, it's e-com fitness, like all kinds. Yeah. And I, I'm constantly correcting myself as well. Me because too, we I'm have, always am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're always referencing agents. Cause that's, you know, that's what we know. Right. But like, so one thing I want is this is for anybody, right? This is for anybody in your bio, in your bio link. All right. Yeah. One thing you shouldn't do, and this is just my, what I've learned, right. With all of my clients is I really wouldn't put a link tree or a generic website because the problem with that is and krista i know that you know this is when the consumer has too many choices they'll choose none yeah confused mind does nothing does nothing and i think what happens is is most people want to put their link tree because it's like hey look at me on my youtube my linkedin my this my that my that there's like literally 12 choices in a link tree um you know to to choose from and they don't know what they're looking at like they, they really don't and it's the same thing with a website if I just went onto a website, it's like, okay, cool. It's an about maybe the team careers. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. That's now, why a funnel is, work, is so much more successful than a website because a funnel is just geared towards one specific thing that you're going to that funnel for. That's it. And in your bio, you can send everyone to that particular um, link. So meaning, you know, the, your very last line on your bio should be the wording. So like, you know, for off-market properties not available in the MLS. Sorry, I'm still referencing it. It's okay, good, I love it. But, but that's very specific, right? And so now you're sending them to uh, some kind of search. Maybe it's an off-market search link that you have. Whatever it is that you created, you send them to that. But you're, 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 the copy underneath is going to be directing them to that singular call to action. Sharon and I constantly flop out because we have email captures, we have courses, we have all these things. Right now, we're both on community. Uh, which is our text platform that we got, you know, uh, approved for. So we're, we're, we're generating, you know, people to, to join that. So that way we can have a, a base there as well. So that's what we have on ours. I, I, he may have switched his back, but you can constantly flop out that bio. To whatever yeah, and it is change that- it with whatever, whatever you're focusing on. Mm-hmm. Yep. In other words, you have a campaign that's for buyers, put your buyer one on there. You have yep. a campaign that's for sellers, put your sellers one on there. Absolutely. Yep. And then with your personal brand. So Krista is the brand, right? Now, Krista may decide, next week that, Hey, I look, I've, I've had this fitness journey, this, that, and the other, I ran across these supplements and now I'm getting into the supplement game. All right. Just, just go with me with that. Now with a personal brand, right. Versus being very specific on branding your company or your real estate team or your fitness studio, right. Instead of doing that, when you're building a personal brand around the person, the person is allowed to then talk about literally anything they want to champion a cause for. That's it. Yes. Too many people make the mistake of drilling down to what they do for a living and trying to build that. God forbid something happens to your company, team, the industry, it tanks, you get out. Now you spent all this time building something that no longer exists. Mm-hmm. Your brand and you as a person will never go away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally. Couldn't agree with you more on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people use it. We have clients that, Literally, we grow them, but they, they have so many different things. So they speak, they do courses, they have multiple businesses. But sometimes we have two in particular that I know of, they are heavy into charity. So what better way to have an audience to be able to then take donations and yes. flop 
swap out those call to actions, right? It doesn't have to be always about selling. Um, but again, it gives them the opportunity to build it around them. I love it. I, this was the best Instagram interview that I've done yet. So, you know, it, it was, it was super valuable, super helpful. And I just, you're so knowledgeable about Dean. I respect you so much. And I know you are just, you love what you do and you love really helping do. people. I yeah. Really yeah, yeah. I love you. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> okay, everyone. So we're wrapping it up here. So if you want to hear more about Dean and his company, Digital Muse Media, well, how do they find out more about you? So best thing to do is to go to real Dean Aguilar, A-G-U-I-L-A-R on Instagram. Shoot me a DM and DM me the word Krista. <laughs> That's with the K. K-R-I-S-T-A. So one more time. So, so tell them one more time how to get it. I'll make sure it goes in the show notes. It's real Dean Aguilar on Instagram. Okay. And DM him the message, Krista, so he knows you met him through me and he will tell you more about what it is that he has to offer. Dean, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. I always end every interview and don't hang up when we're done, by the way. Yeah. I, always interview, I always end every interview by saying this. If you can give one piece of advice, whether it's real estate or Matt Mind or anything to really, really add value, what would that one piece of advice be? Um, it would be to get out of your own head. Um, I understand that you think, a lot of times people think, I don't have something to say, uh, or I don't want to sound like someone else, but you have to understand that Krista and I could say the exact same things word for word. And some people would hate me and love Krista. And some people would hate Krista and love me. And what I mean by that, it's your own voice. No one can ever, ever take away your experiences of what you've experienced in your life. And you should be able to share a little bit about that. So that way your audience knows who you are. So they ultimately trust you and work with you. Oh, I could not have said it better. So Dean, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you. You're awesome. And this was so good. Yeah, so good. And hey, everyone, remember, you're fired up right now, but learning doesn't make a difference if you don't actually implement. So it's time to implement. And thank you so much for giving us a little bit of your time. And I can't wait to see you next time. So continue to be fired up. Take action and we'll see you later. See you guys. Bye. I've been dominating my local market for over 19 years and I want to teach you how to do it. My ultimate digital marketing playbook takes the guesswork out of digital marketing. It'll maximize your profits and help you become the authority in your profession or business, even in a bad economy. I am so committed to helping you at this. This offers over $2,000 worth of bonuses all for free. This playbook will give you all the tools and information that you need to step up your digital marketing. To get your free copy, just go to kristamayshore.com slash ultimate playbook. That's kristamayshore.com slash ultimate playbook.